The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 246. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about it last time that, you know, I was like, oh, we're coming up to the special 250. And I think we decided it's not really, you know, we only celebrate the the hundreds. So um, I guess we celebrate um, every episode, Daniel. Oh, every episode get together. together. Yeah. So thank you, everyone, for joining us. We are so excited. We, there's quite a few people in the chat room. Love seeing that as well. Um, we are um, going to jump into, we ha- do have a special guest today, and we'll introduce uh, him in a moment. But I uh, want to stop and make sure you right now go ahead and give a thumbs up on this video, on the audio podcast. Um, make sure that you are following us on the socials at 365MCS everywhere. We're on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and even TikTok. So uh, Insta, we're, we're there. So share this episode right now. Share it. Just copy, paste, share, click the share button, whatever. And mention us at 365MCS, and we'd love to help promote you as well. Right, Daryl? How are you, sir? Oh, good, good. Yep, uh, enough yeah. of the weather and the like. It's it's another gorgeous winter morning mm-hmm. here in New Zealand. Um, and just knowing that in about six months' time, it's the reversal and we're going to be enjoying summer. Yeah. I'm actually going to be thinking, I'm planning already the Uber from here to the train station because it's pouring with rain. <laughs> nice. Um, it is sunny here, and I'm so happy to be in the northern hemisphere um, right now because it is nice and warm here. Yeah. But en- enough of that. Enough of that stuff weather. Yep. Let's introduce our friend uh, here that we have on the show. Bring him on in. This is Mark, and I'll I'll let Mark tell you. Hi, Mark. Let Mark tell you everything about him and what he wants to share. But um, Mark is um, with uh, Microsoft, and he is on the uh, stream team. I like how that rhymes. It's it's kind of fun. Uh, the stream team as a principal program manager. So I'll let him introduce himself. Mark, please let everyone know who you are and, and what you do. Hey, hey everyone, uh, happy to be here. Um, I saw that you guys were live streaming this morning about Microsoft Stream, so I reached out to them and wanted to jump in and help answer any questions uh, that people have. But I'm a product manager on the Microsoft Stream team. I've been involved in enterprise video the entire time I've been at Microsoft for the last eight years or so. Anything you love love or hate about enterprise is probably my fault, so I'm sorry, (laughs) or thank you. Uh, Either one of those, uh, depending on uh, how it goes for you. But yeah, I'm just happy to be here. We have a bunch of cool new stuff coming out from Microsoft Stream on SharePoint. We're gonna talk about the Stream web app. We're gonna talk about um, some video collections pages that are in the message center, but lots of cool new stuff coming from our team, and so just happy to share it with all of you. That's wonderful. So let's let's dive into it, uh, Daryl. Uh, you want to bring up our the first message we were wanting to discuss on stream is indeed the video collections page. So this is stream on SharePoint video collections page MC three nine seven four three zero, and this is the and it'll begin rolling out mid July. So 
now-ish in the next week, it seems, possibly, to the late July. And this feature will allow you to uh, have a, there's a focus on this message and you'll see that straight away of showing this in Teams, but this is a SharePoint page that's going to be showing uh, videos that are uh, on your site. Remember, let's take a step back, friends. We've talked about Stream quite a bit on the show. Uh, Stream is now that service that, that powers our video and audio experience of files in SharePoint and OneDrive. So this is um, a page will be for us that um, is going to show that video content. So um, I'd, I'd like to ask you, Mark, about maybe what's some drivers here with this page? What, what's going on here? Why, why are you doing this? Um, and maybe give us some insight on, on what this is really going to give us um, with our video experience. Yeah, so uh, a lot of our customers, especially education customers, um, kind of had a really easy workflow with Stream Classic where they put the videos into a channel and then they pinned that channel as a tab in Teams. Um, and so once they had that set up, it was really easy. Every video that they added to the channel would just show up on the tab in Teams. And so we wanted to recreate something as simple and as easy to do uh, like that. And so what we created is this um, videos collections page. So this is going to be a, a page in SharePoint that exists for every SharePoint site, communications site, Teams, team, doesn't matter. It'll That page is always just going to be there. And by default, it's going to show you the 60 most recent videos from anywhere in your default document library. And it's going to show them with this thumbnail and this little card view. Um, and so the way that you could either navigate to that page directly, eventually we'll hang it from other places. But coming soon with when, the, when this launches, uh, if you add the SharePoint app to a tab in Teams, there's going to be an automatic page in there that says videos. If you add that videos page, you didn't create it. It just is going to be there by default. Um, then you'll be able to have that page of all the thumbnails of any videos that are in your site, your Teams meeting recordings that were auto saved to that team or other videos that you uploaded. They'll just show up there and you click them um, and they'll launch um, to the stream web app, which we'll talk about in a second, which is our, our updated player page. Um, but then there's also an edit button right on this page. So if you want, you can click edit and then that will actually uh, let you make your own custom SharePoint page. You could change the highlighted content web parts because that's what we're using to uh, show you those 60 most recent videos. Um, but you can change it. You can tweak the, the layout. You can add a hero web part. You can add some text. You can make it your own custom page as you want. And then once you save it, we'll always redirect from that layouts page that we created, the collections page, to your custom page. So then you can have your own custom page pinned in Teams. So you could have done all of this yourself by following our guidance on like aka.ms stream, um, stream portals. Um, so at that link, we give you a bunch of guidance on how to actually configure with highlighted content web part, make a little strip based on metadata or folder. You could have done that all yourself. But the reason we created this is so that people don't have to do all those steps themselves. We can give them a starting point. They just want to show the most recent videos from their site. They just add this page and uh, there they have it. And if they want to go and do more configuration, they can after. Yeah, that's and that's great information. That's great to point out that this is the, the page you're pushing out that you're making available for everyone, but can um, then edit and make it their own uh, if, if needed, you know, for a particular site. You know, if you have a site that's, that's video heavy and you want to uh, really uh, take this experience and, and make it your own for that site, then you could. Um, otherwise, it's still going to be there uh, for every other site uh, by default. So I love that. 
Mark, you, um, I, th I don't know if you mentioned uh, here, but I know we did in chat, that you were talking about um, channels coming through and, and different layouts, I guess, of presenting content, uh, more videos. Can you tell us a bit more? Yeah, so today's Stream Classic has this channels concept, and it was really nice because it kind of had the presentation, um, like the look and feel of it, and the organization kind of tied as one thing. And as we move to Stream on SharePoint, you can do all that custom, but there isn't something that's simple and easy out of the box. So what's state of the art and what you can do today is at that aka.ms stream portals where we give you the guidance. Um, but uh, we've talked about in uh, kind of upcoming features in the roadmap lists. Uh, it's not on the public roadmap yet, but it's in our backlog. We have it under dog food right now. We're building a playlist feature. So the playlist feature is actually going to be built on top of Microsoft 365 lists. So there'll be a new template. You can uh, pick that list type, and then you can just add a bunch of videos. They'll be by reference. So you upload your videos to your document library, and then you link them in the list. Um, and by, to start with, it'll be a simple playlist with the video on the left and the list of videos on the right, and you can click one to one. Um, but we want to grow that over time into being able to kind of replace channels where you could easily have a strip of them show up on a, a SharePoint page. Or maybe we even make a new or we upgrade this uh, collections page that in the future, this collection page just shows you all your playlists in addition, um, as well. And so then your playlist would auto show on this page. So we, we need to kind of move the custom build your own with SharePoint into some things that are more out of the box and mm. simple for people. Um, we're not quite there yet in, in product, but we're, that's the direction we're heading. Um, and we, you know, further sometime in next year, calendar year 23, we think that even those playlist concepts, we could potentially even like subscribe to the playlist, get notifications from the playlist. So we really want to grow it into that over time. Um, not on the public roadmap yet, not a promise, but those are the, that's where the ideas and the direction our product group is heading. Man, I'm, yeah, I I'm excited about hearing some of this being powered by lists itself. So mm -hmm. that makes sense, leveraging the capability with lists and you know, whatever that means in terms of organizing your content or customizing it. Fantastic. Yeah, and, and being out of the box, um, yeah. not having to you know, uh, do too much, but enable our users to have that great video experience. Mm. Um, and speaking of which, a great video experience. I think that really leads us to the next um, message, which is try, is enhancing. I was about to say trying. I think it will. Uh, it's enhancing that video engagement uh, with users. So this is Microsoft Stream Stream Web App MC three nine eight two four eight, and this is uh, targeted for general availability early August. Uh, roll out through late September with the government clouds uh, coming early October through early November. And um, really, Mark, this is about enhancing that playback experience for videos, but it's also more than that, right? We're, we're not, it's not just a show me a window with the video, right? It, it is more than that. It's, and it's even more than what we have now in that kind of experience, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, this specific one actually is in, I think, 50% of targeted release. So if you actually have a targeted release tenant and you happen to be in that lucky 50%, you might actually see it already today. Um, and then, Daryl, if you could switch over and show that picture of what it's going to look like from the, um, yeah. So the, the, Sorry. Uh, nope. I'll find it. There it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is, that one. 
Um, so this is what th this is what we're talking about when we say the stream web app. It's basically a new player page. So before we had just the OneDrive and SharePoint um, player page, and we put a plugin on the side for you know chapters and transcripts and about video. But now we're moving to a whole thing that will be called stream. Um, it'll have the title and the description below. If you have chapters or a transcript, it'll be auto open by default, um, and so you'll be able to have this really great viewer experience and editor experience. Um, a couple of interesting things that'll come uh, also with it is the share at time code. So under that share button, there's actually going to be a share at time code so that you can link people to a specific point in the video. Um, and then as we add embed code, so that's another common thing that people really want is being able to grab the embed code for a video. That won't be there when this rolls out, but that'll come shortly after in the coming months um, that you'll be able to have it. And so our goal with this player page, this stream web app, as we call it, is to make it be the place that you play audio and video files. And today it does doesn't have a great connection to the stream start page, um, which is where in office.com where you can actually, you know, get back to other videos, you can create videos, you can upload them, but we'll have a connection between that player page stream uh, web app to this start page here. Uh, maybe we'll go with like a file backstage, kind of like how um, like Word and Office, uh, Word and PowerPoint and Excel do it, or we'll have, maybe we'll pull those out directly onto the menu. We're not quite sure yet, but we'll have that connection. And so this will grow over time to feel more like an entire app where you could come here, someone sent you a link to the video, you could upload a new one, you could do a screen recording. The screen recording tool is gonna be um, hung from here, as well as hung from uh, the stream start page on inoffice.com. Oh, great. And I think that, you know, so a lot of these things were chapters. I, you know, a lot of people don't understand the whole sharing from a particular point in a video and chapters. It's a huge deal for when you're trying to consume content and not having to spend time trying to find that content, right? Being able to, in bite-sized components saying, here's what was talked about. You know, you can think about a town hall here's the bit where we talked about this, right? And if you want more information, having a link to that and being able to share that is so, so useful. Can you talk about the the experience here of, of how this will pop up and how users will get into this when they're engaging with the video? Yeah, so basically um, clicks from most locations in M365 will take you to that, um, that new stream web app pink player page. So if you click here from the start page, it'll talk, take you to uh, open a new tab and it'll open to that. See today it opens the old player page, but in the future mm -hmm. it'll open that new um, pink uh, stream player page. Mm -hmm. If someone yeah. sends you a direct share link, it'll battle open up uh, into the new player page from a web part before we have the inline play of the web parts, which is also on the public roadmap, um, that link will click you and take you to this as soon as this finishes rolling out. Um, the only place that won't take you to this would be a click from like the OneDrive and on web or uh, in the document library view, where here, if you click, you're gonna stay in the previewer, similar to how Word and PowerPoint and Excel work. They take you to kind of the preview mode, and then there's gonna be a button in the left corner that says open it in the full app if you want to. Um, so you'll be able to get to all the content in either place, but um, we right. think that the title and description below, having the chapters open, and then being able to make it feel like a full app with create, add to playlist would show up here once we have the playlist thing you know all that sort of stuff would end up um coming here so gotcha. glad daniel that we had mark on to clarify this because we yeah, were scratching sure. our heads thinking it talks about web app now is web app the you know this this home page thing that um <laughs> go back a bit here or, or or what is it is it the player so yeah definitely um pointing us in the right direction about that vision yeah. 
And so I, I would ask you, Mark, uh, is it okay if we if you stick around in the chat and answer any questions people have uh, on the live stream? Um, you know, so anything that comes up from what you talked about or or any other questions about stream, is that okay if uh, sure. if they yeah, ask you? Feel free to ask, ask them in the there? chat, and I'll I'll answer in the chat. Great. Thank you so much Thanks for being me. here. Appreciate we really it. appreciate it. Yeah, we might bring you back, Mark, if we've got a bit of time to answer some of those questions uh, that are in the chat too. Great. Sounds good. See you soon. Thank you, Mark. So that was awesome. Yeah. Um, and really appreciate Mark being here. So, um, but we have other messages. Daryl, we, um, we have uh, first up, I think, a message about, um, you know, sharing and Outlook web. Yeah, it's another long title, but um, uh -huh. it'll make sense shortly. <laughs> a new and improved user experience for sharing cloud file links in Outlook Web, MC397994. Uh, look, I've actually mocked up something. I've, I've gone ahead and prepared it. I'll show you shortly, but just to try and describe this, uh, that when you are in the Outlook Web app, uh, you can attach content to a message. And the experience today is that uh, it adds a chiclet, I think is one way to describe it. When you add an attachment, it is like a little square around the actual attachment and you can change things like the permissions for the link. And the goal here is to share an attachment but point people through to that cloud file where it is. It's not attaching the full file. And so what's changing is that presentation of the uh, the file itself so i have mocked something up here let's just jump to that um and nicely blurred of course <laughs> what's all that blurry you should fix your resolution there. i know yeah well it's my left eye i was sleeping on that side um but anyway <laughs> so up the top here we have our um current experience that when you attach a file uh you'll see the chiclet uh and that's cool but um we actually, Daniel and I figured out that um, we kind of have the new experience today. If you grab a link to a file and drop it into the body of the message, and this is what the message center message is getting at, that when you attach a file now, it's going to be a hyperlinked link through to the, the file, and you'll still be able to do all the other things that you could normally do from this drop down up here. You can uh, open things in a new tab, you can change the permission of the link to the file, um, you can choose to attach it as a copy. So that's just a, a mock-up there of what it will look like. And and if we just go back to just the rest of the message, when is this going to arrive? Uh, gradually rolling out mid-July and expect to be completed late August. Uh, do update your training okay. and documentation, as always. As always. As always. Uh, passing it back to you, Daniel, about um, teams and meetings. You know what? Um, I've been in some stale meetings, uh, so this is interesting. Um, oh, were they still running? <laughs> yes, they were. But oh, okay. anyway, let's move on. Uh, Microsoft Teams automatically end stale Teams meetings, MC399073. This is rolling out uh, early August and expected to complete by early September. Uh, and then GCC, GCC High, DOD, late September and completed by late October and so what this is going to do this is going to be a new feature in teams if the meeting was scheduled you know for a period of time if 
after that period of time, after 10 minutes, if there's only one person left in the meeting, they're just hanging out in the meeting, Teams is going to prompt them and say, hey, do you want to end this meeting? Mm. And it's going to stay there for three minutes. And if they don't, then the meeting will just end. Okay. Um, if they, if the user says no, keep this meeting going, then it'll just keep going like normal and won't prompt them again. Um, I have some thoughts on this, Daryl. You know, uh, I've been on, I was joking earlier. Yes, I have been on some interesting meetings, but I've been on meetings where, um, you know, I have had to step away toward the end of a meeting and forgot to click leave and then come back and looked and there mm-hmm. were people still sitting there, you know, half an hour later, meetings already ended, including me and uh, user group meetings and such where um, even some product group meetings uh, where, you know, people just kind of, they just leave or they get distracted and onto something else. But quite often it's not just one person. Um, some, you know, sometimes yes, but more times than not, it's more than one. And in those cases, this is not going to affect it. It's not going to prompt them. It's not going to change that behavior. Um, what do you think about that? Like, what, what, where do you see instances of, of people having this happen? And <laughs> what do you think about the kind of the framework that's been well, set up? We were, we were thinking about um, a few types of meetings that you and I attend. And uh, sometimes it's about just showing your face, being a presence there just to show, yeah, I supported this meeting. Uh, and that doesn't necessarily mean you stop what you're doing. So what people can do is they carry on working. They bring the content up over the top of the meeting that they're listening into like it's a podcast and they forget that they're still in it. So they carry on working, which, you know, in some senses could be a bad thing if you start shouting at the dog or making strange noises, bodily functions. It's okay. Wait a minute. Let's go. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, um, but that's, that's how it can happen. Um, and I can see that this solves some of the problem if there was only one person on the call, but when it's a larger call, sometimes there's a few people that are, you know, in that mode. So. But it'll help, though, to kind of narrow it down. You know, if, if there's a few people left and they start dropping off eventually when that one person is left, mm-hmm. then, you know, they'll get a prompt and yep. and then it'll yep. end it. So I, I'm assuming this, you know, will help in even those scenarios. Um, so it, it is interesting and it's also interesting. And I have no pre I have no information about this, but it'll be interesting to see if we get to configure this in the future um you know per the tenant to be able to say instead of just one have three or whatever again i don't know i've not heard anything but that would be interesting if we could but we may not um but again that's rolling out uh, next month i love how um uh it was tom arbuthnot who kind of put it as it's a bit like the netflix message that says are you still watching (laughs) right yeah are you still here go home yeah extends yes so um Moving on, and I this is an interesting one, I think, is uh, Lost in Translation. I mean, Translation. Yeah. I was going on the Netflix thing. Nice one, nice one. Yeah. Um, intelligent Chat. Actually, I use, I use uh, closed captions a lot because I watch quite a bit of K-drama. Something else you could know about me. Yeah. Um, okay. Intelligent Chat Messages and Translation in Teams, iOS, and Android, MC398250. Simply put, uh, that if, I mean, you've got a chosen language that you speak, it's probably what you said in your phones. So the app knows this. 
And if um, some language comes your way uh, within a chat message and a conversation within Teams, and it's not your chosen language, then Teams is going to offer to translate it. Uh, so here's an example down here where uh, someone is speaking in French and you don't speak French or your phone's not set to French. Maybe you do speak French. In fact, that's the option, isn't it, Daniel? That's what it's giving here. Like translate it, never translate French or maybe maybe just translate it. So it's going to give you that option if, if you speak more than one language. Um, if you do click translate, then the contents uh, of the message will be translated. If you like to be in bilingual mode and um, test your French occasionally, uh, then you can say never translate French and uh, you can just switch between the two and, and your amazing yeah. mind that can handle multiple languages. Um, good option. Uh, I haven't really I just, dug too much deeper into this. Well, I, the really the interesting, it was that first paragraph, actually the second sentence, Teams yeah. Mobile will prompt the user to translate a message when it's not in a language they understand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we know what this means, don't we, ladies and gentlemen? But um, there's a neural <laughs> link. So so Teams knows which languages I know and will yep. go. So, oh, you don't know this language. How do you know this, Teams? Are you reading my mail again? Yeah. Uh, so um, anyway, what what it means is it'll be available for users to, to be able to translate it just in case they don't understand it. But I thought that was pretty funny. Um, yeah. And, and the look, the, the action of saying translate or never translate is teaching teams yeah. what you do understand. Yeah. So cool. Um, that Indeed. is it in brief. Uh, there's quite a bit more detail here in terms of the actual experience. Yeah, yeah. What does exactly. a click look like? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, or as always, good to see some nice links at the bottom to give us some more information about yep. translation and exactly. turning off inline translation. Um, I think, is this one of the, f where else do we see this? Is this in any other Office product? Not yet? Huh. Not an email? Don't know. Now you got but, me yeah. questioning it. I'm, I'm, I was thinking, for those on the audio podcast who are like, wait, is my phone broken? No, I was just thinking... Um, I thought it was an Outlook on the web, but I'm going to have to try. I'm going to have to jump in, and I, let's get everybody to do that. And get on social, at mention us at 365MCS, and tell us your experience. Where do we have Translate other than in Teams? And how yeah. that prompts us. Daryl, speaking of Teams, let's stay in Teams yeah, let's do with that. our next message. And I'm really excited about Q&A, but they're changing Q&A, right? They are. Well, and, and this is this is the thing. Like When we saw this message, I was like, well, we do already have Q&A, don't we? Enable Q&A in Teams meetings via, oh, via the meeting options. Got it. Uh, so this is MC399074. Today, if you wanted to enable the Q&A feature of a meeting, uh, it is an app that you add as a tab. And actually, you probably didn't realize this, but adding a tab to a meeting experience is still considered using the Teams store, you know, where all the other apps are. It's just it's a limited set for what's capable within a meeting. Um, so you may be using this in some of your larger format meetings. Q&A is brilliant. It's a great way of instead of having this mesh of stream of chat, which is kind of what we're all uh, responding to today, uh, and Mark's doing probably a great job there in terms of jumping in and answering questions, 
uh, it's it Q and A is a more orderly fashion. We can uh, take those questions, publish those questions, um, mark them as answered. We can do moderated and unmoderated so that uh, questions just appear, or maybe we've got a bit more command over it. So that's a tab we've been able to add to our meeting experience. Uh, it's also available very much so in the the live stream capabilities uh, of that. But like Daniel. You and I were talking about this for, for a number of months now, the, that there's more capabilities of uh, large format meetings coming into that live, real-time meeting experience where we can talk and we're not 30 seconds behind or, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and you could also, yes, and see other people. Yeah. You know, being able to be in a meeting and see other faces <laughs> other than just the presenter and then have, but also control have the meeting organizer control the the questions that are going on to keep it on topic mm, mm. right because sometimes chat can derail um people in chat can derail the the other oh, yeah. chatters who are trying to get their questions answered just having fun you know just joking around or or just talking about a different topic so this i think can help uh you know for, of course the, the easiest thing that comes to mind is those town halls yeah. um you could think about trainings as well um so this could be not just in corporate this could be an educational space as well um where bringing in this q a experience will enhance it but we also get to see people in, a, mm. in the team's meeting so yeah and so uh, i know we've done a lot to describe the benefits of q a and where we currently find it this message is promoting where we will find it in future that it's not going to be a tab that we add to the app but rightly so it's been added to meeting options something that we want to enable uh, before the meeting so that it's available there to use and look i'm looking at this image uh, Daniel, like just, just, I want to, no, I'm not going to spend the time blowing it up, but there's other things there too. Enable green room. Ooh. Ooh. Enable RTMP. Ooh, it's a leak. Ooh. Yeah, nice. Um, never mind. Um, so <laughs> enable Q and A, uh, is going to be available. Do, 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 expect to be rolling at mid July. A lot of things happen in mid July. Mm -hmm. Uh, expect to be completed late July. Look for that. Indeed. Is, is that it? Yes, is that it is. Really it? it is. And um, I I think it's interesting. I, make sure everyone, you give a, a like to the video and the audio and share. Please share the link out on socials. We will help amplify you as well. But I think um, the there was an interesting tidbit that was shared in chat that, uh, that Mark um, gave in... Well, let's bring back one Mark. of our other. Oh, that's a fun fact um, for team stale meetings. Didn't even know this. This is great. It was great to say, wait, we were covering yet another message that had the stream team involved, but we didn't even know it. Yeah, the um, so a couple of people we do uh, every year. We do fix hack learn, um, mm -hmm. which is kind of like hack week, but you can hack or you can fix things or you can do some learning. Um, and so a couple of people on the stream team, some engineers, some PMs, actually built that stale meeting feature um, as part of their hack week. And so um, then they approached the teams team. The teams team liked it, so that now they're moving it ahead as a, a, a feature that um, is going to roll out to people. So it started as kind of just a hack project, which is nice. Very cool. well, which is which is kind of I, part of the point, right? Like, let's let's fix things or innovate where there it may not be able to hit on the roadmap 
you know, if if we just kind of keep trucking along, let's let's see what we can do and make and make happen. And I like this one. I like uh, having that uh, come along. So that's that's great. It, it saves awesome. a lot of costs for stream to not have to yes. play videos or record <laughs> videos that are really long. That's, well, that's I think the motivation that was behind yes. it. it. That's kind of funny because when Daryl and I were talking about this message, that's exactly what I brought up um, <laughs> was, you know, there's probably been lots of 24 hour long recordings um, or whatever. And it was only a 30 minute. Been in the computers <laughs> to doing nothing. Yes. <laughs> so I think that's great. Um, but it's a good feature, though, because. Uh, you know we don't want those meetings sticking around anyway so if, if the if the organizer hasn't ended that meeting like that then you know uh, that's that's great making so. them more consumable for people afterwards yes yes yeah. <laughs> exactly so um thank you again mark i really appreciate you being here you have shown some light on these messages including um, not even a stream message, uh, but you've really brought some great insight. I really appreciate that. And um, we'd, we'd love to have you back sometime, you know, when we're talking about stream again and um, and uh, tell all your friends uh, that uh, they're welcome to join us as well. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, everyone, for joining us today uh, for episode 246. Make sure you share uh, with your friends and your colleagues, and we will see you back again next week. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye.